Welcome to the Dr. Berg Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast. Now your host, the man taking your health to a whole new level, Dr. Eric Berg. Let's talk about the relationship between ketones and your hormones. How do ketones actually affect your hormones? Well, let's take a look at the number one hormone first that's involved with ketones, insulin. In fact, what controls the production of ketones is when insulin is lowered, okay? When insulin is too high, you cannot get into ketosis. Your body is forced to run on glucose, and if you don't have any, it'll tap into glucose from your stored sugar as glycogen, or it'll start making sugar um, as this term called gluconeogenesis, and it could make it even from muscle protein. So what triggers insulin is mainly the carbohydrates and frequency of eating. So when you go on a low-carb diet and you lower insulin, you have all these ketones, it's very, very, very therapeutic for your body in many ways. Also, when you go on a low-carb diet and you run your body on ketones and you lower insulin, you're giving the pancreas a chance to breathe and relax and recover. Now, there's this opposing hormone in the pancreas, Okay. There's actually two different hormones. One is insulin, one is glucagon. This is different than glycogen. Glucagon is a hormone that helps mobilize and burn fat. It's stimulated by a moderate amount of protein or intense exercise or the reduction of carbs as well as the reduction of insulin. So they kind of work back and forth. All right, next one is something called IGF. Insulin-like growth factor number one. Now, what is that? That is a hormone that's made by your liver that works very similar to growth hormone. So growth hormone is an anti-aging hormone. It's a hormone that helps you make proteins in the body. Muscle protein, for example, cartilage, collagen. It's made by the pituitary gland and it's sent down into the liver. And then it triggers this process to make IGF. So the functions of IGF are very similar to growth hormone. So growth hormone is an anti-aging, it's a fat-burning hormone, and so is IGF. IGF increases as you decrease insulin, so they kind of work back and forth. So IGF mobilizes fat fuel, okay, when you're not eating or when you're keeping insulin low. And as soon as you eat, everything switches. This goes down and this goes up. So now we're into storing fat and using the calories that you're eating as energy. Whereas this hormone mobilizes the energy from your storage, your fat cell, as well as stored sugar as well. So IGF number one and growth hormone. That's right here. Then we have cortisol. What is cortisol? Cortisol is an adrenal hormone. It's made by the outside of your adrenals. And it's called a glucocorticoid because it's involved in glucose in that when cortisol goes up, what it does is it mobilizes the stored sugar as well as protein and breaks up the protein. It's called deamination. Okay, you're breaking up these amino acids and it turns that into glucose, which then triggers insulin. So 
if you go through a lot of stress, chronic stress, and you get this elevation of cortisol, this is why you get fat in the gut because the body's mobilizing the proteins and turning it into sugar and actually helping you make more sugar. And all that sugar is being converted into fat around your gut. It's a survival mechanism. So your body wants to hold on the fat in case it's starving and you're not eating and you can survive. So this is why some people can even get fat by having too much cortisol because cortisol eventually leads to a spike in insulin. Okay, next one is thyroid hormones. Now, when you go on a ketogenic diet and you're making ketones, uh, many times you'll see a drop in T3. This is the active form of thyroid hormone. So it'll go a little bit lower. Um, is it a problem? No, it's not. Because ketones allow your body to extract more energy from the calories if you compare it to sugar. So it's more efficient at extracting fuel. So, and it has less waste, less CO2. So the thyroid actually does not have to work as hard. So this goes down a little bit. What you won't see is the thyroid stimulating hormone from the pituitary. And this is how they diagnose a hypothyroid condition. So if we see no change with this, but this goes down, it just means that your body has adapted and it's becoming more efficient. And you'll find that you really won't have any negative symptoms. Your T3 will be a little bit down, but you feel fine. You have a lot of energy because ketones actually give you more energy. Ketones also, by the way, uh, act as an antioxidant. So it actually can help uh, protect against free radical damage. Now, let's talk about estrogen. Estrogen has the effect of increasing the sensitivity of insulin. So if you are low on estrogen, what you may find is that you have more symptoms with insulin resistance. This could be one of the reasons why a woman, as she gets older and loses estrogen, and she has all those symptoms, then she has blood sugar issues on top of that. Now, some women have estrogen dominant, depending on how much weight that they have, because postmenopausal, uh, if they have a lot more fat, it's the fat that makes the estrogen, not the ovary or not really the adrenal too much. So if you have extra weight after menopause, you may find that you're more estrogen dominant, if you have normal weight going to menopause, you may find that you have low estrogen and you may have an insulin problem because you're losing the sensitivity. So thereby you're having a bit of insulin resistance and that's more of a blood sugar issue and that you might crave carbs and you definitely need to do more of the ketogenic diet. So if you think about it, going on a ketogenic diet improves insulin resistance, thereby improving estrogen. Now, androgens. In a male body, you're going to decrease testosterone if you're on a high-carb diet and you're running more on insulin and you're not in ketosis. When you go into ketosis by lowering the carbohydrate, you have the ability to enhance testosterone. Now, in a female body, it's a little bit different. When you actually are not into ketosis, you're doing a lot of carbs, you develop insulin resistance, your body starts to make the male hormone testosterone. And this leads to hair loss, facial hair, a deep voice, a gut. And the mechanism for that uh, is very interesting. I put a link down below if you're interested, but that condition is called polycystic ovarian syndrome. And you have this relationship between high 
insulin is causing androgens. But what will solve that is getting on the ketogenic diet. So if you're consuming a lot of refined carbs or sugar, you're going to be reducing your growth hormone. Uh, ketones help the thyroid to become more efficient. They help balance estrogen as well as androgens. 